Welcome, my lovelies. Welcome to another Naked Football Show. I'm delighted to welcome back, uh, after a quite a long absence, actually, Mr Ray Slegg. You haven't been on for a while, have you, Ray? No, I've been hibernating. I went early like a hedgehog, like an early hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, you, you locked down before everyone else did. Yes, I locked down in the summer. I was never seen again. <laughs> well, you, I doubt we'll ever see you again anyway, as you're, you're still doing this. We're doing this remotely, so uh, you're probably just a clone of yourself, aren't you, Ray? Um, how do you uh, see the season so far? How do I see the season so far? Well, there's, there's two or three ways of answering that one, really, because... We're third in the table. Um, we've got to that position with half a team, really. You think of all the injuries we've had and injuries that are still out. That's another one of my bugbears, by the way. We'll perhaps touch on that later. And we're not looking too bad. But the football we've dished up has been generally awful, i.e. reverse football, going back to the goalkeeper and across. But we have shown sparks of brilliance. You know, some of the players that last year I'd written off and they were never going to play well again, like the Bishops and the Nolans and the Dazelles, for example, have come good. You know, they're showing themselves to be really good players and playing well. So I'd say it's a mixed bag. Uh, we've not played all the strongest teams. We've had a fairly comfortable run in. So I think it's a bit early to judge yet. I think if you ask me at Christmas time, mm. I'll give you a far sort of, um, you know, more qualified uh, assessment. It's only a few weeks away, Ray, that one. Don't remind me. Time, where does it go? <laughs> um, we talked about this the other the other day on the show, um, that Lambert, regardless of whether one likes Lambert or doesn't, he said he's trying to instil this pattern, this playing system into them, so that it will involve a lot of playing the ball around at the back. But I thought we saw glimpses of what it can be like against Sunderland towards the, in the second half, when, of course, we had two ridiculous decisions cost us in the end. But... Um, I thought that was probably some of the best football we've played. They started to push up and play that same football, but in the opposition half. Yeah, I mean, so, as I say, I'm not wishing to be a complete killjoy. Some of the football we've played, some of it on occasions has been quite quite wonderful. You know, mm. the interlock, the interpassing, the triangles, the moving the ball quickly. Uh, I think he's not done as much from the goalkeeper as he has done late, you know, there's there's less of that, thankfully, because I don't like this playing from the goalkeeper, knocking it left, knocking it wide, because we're not good enough to do it, quite frankly, and we will get caught out, and have been caught out. But, um, I, I don't like the way we pass back all the time, and pass across the pitch, we've, we've got better players than, than that, we don't need to do that all the time, and it's very, very boring, and very, very awful to watch. But I'll say again, there have been bits of brilliance and there have been bits of quality. I think Dazelle, to me, is developing into one of the players of the season. I mean, everything sort of goes through him. His left foot is brilliant. Mm. And he's actually one of the few players who can put a forward ball in inside the opposition defence. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's becoming a really fantastic player. He's certainly bulked up. He, He looks a lot bigger and stronger than last year. I think, you know, we, as I said, we have had half a team out injured and we must forget that. Mm. Although people say we've got one of the biggest squads, numbers, it's quality we need and a lot of our quality players have not been playing. And I, and I count in those players, Skews, because I think in our young midfield, if we had a player like Skews just put his foot on the ball, control it and keep things calm, he would be very helpful because we've not had him all season. 
So, yeah, it's a mixed bag, but I'm reasonably pleased at the start. I think we can build on this and go further. Good lad, good lad. Optimism for a change. Um, you didn't you know, have been on the show for that, did you? No, I'm shocked. <laughs> Might as well call it a day. Uh, this is, uh, I'll look at uh, tweets and emails. This is from Alex Morton. Um, an advanced question for next Wednesday. Oh, yeah, he sent this in a couple of days ago. How far down the pyramid? This, this is actually relevant to what you were talking to me in the green room earlier, Ray. Um, how, much, yeah. how far down the pyramid before we field our strongest team in cup competitions? Well, Brandon, the Ipswich and District League playoffs are really the priority and the lads need to rest. It's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, he's put in quotes. Thoughts? Well, we did have our discussion, uh, mm. and we don't totally agree on this, which is unusual. So we normally agree on most things. I'm going to quote him again to your ire, that I think Bobby <laughs> Robson, you always play your strongest team. Um, you have a responsibility to yourself, to the club, to the fans to play the strongest team and try and win every game we know in certain games you rest players for reasons that they're not fully fit or they're just coming back from injury but I was appalled at the team we played at Crawley last week I thought it was an absolute disgrace and I'm glad that Lambert I think has chosen to pay the fine himself and so he should there's no way the football club should pay that um, uh, I stupidly paid £10 to watch that match at Crawley why I did heaven knows I knew what I was going to get and it was really abysmal <laughs> we, had, we had one shot on goal and you could have saved that coming out of the pub on a Saturday night <laughs> yeah, I'd, have, I'd have fallen on it accidentally yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I generally stand by the rule that you always play your strongest team Especially in a competitive match, in a competitive, I think whatever you call the Papa John's, it's a. I think there's a final at Wembley. I think it uh, gets TV at Wembley. It was a competitive game. I think what Lambert did was was criminal. It's a shame to the club, and it belittles the club, in my humble opinion. <laughs> and we looked, we looked just awful without me going on as i i do week every week about <laughs> 81 we'll forget that this time but uh if if we were to get promoted would you then look back on that and say actually it's probably a good job we didn't play a full team in that game well it's easy in hindsight Jimmy, mm. isn't it we all we all know what he's trying to do we all know why he's doing it but i think most fans and certainly the younger fans they like a bit of a cup run a bit of excitement and you know lots of things can go wrong in the league as we know refereeing decisions we need to mention that because we've had very bad ones recently mm. uh, you know and the, the getting promotions never in no way a guarantee a cup run is nice you don't have to play so many games and it gives you faculty of excitement and just to um, be out of all cup competitions before I open my blooming um calendar whatever you call it me uh door opened to be at all cup competitions and it is a very poor show for a club of our size and certainly to come out of the competitions playing ridiculously weakened teams showing no interest at all it really annoys me and that's that is one of my uh bet noirs amongst other things bet noir that c- could well be the two word um word of the day um you didn't know i spoke welsh did you <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from carl day i think you might know him question for ray was begging the best stadium we ever fell asleep in during a game <laughs> <laughs> carl how dare you my man <laughs> You probably have seen me sleep in most stages. I mean, there is one I genuinely did fall asleep in. That was a small story many years ago. There was a 14 tournament in Belgium, and we cycled to it. We cycled to Bruges, um, got on the ferry, biked down from Bruges to Bruges. There was 
a ton of alcohol involved, I have to say. <laughs> really? And I, literally, I literally did fall asleep in the first game on the terrace. So if Carl was there then, that was a genuine comatose effect because Ipswich were playing. I think in that tournament, Paul Cooper played on the wing as well. Some of the older fans might remember that, that uh, Paul Cooper, we were so short of players that Paul played on the wing. But there we are, that's going back many years, lads, and apologies <laughs> for that. Yeah, there was actually someone was tweeting during the week about Paul Cooper when we were talking about uh, he was at the time he was possibly the fastest player in the club, wasn't he? It's probably yeah, why they played him. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Lowstoft Ian, hello, Lowstoft Ian boy. I can't keep. I do this every week. I feel embarrassed now. Uh, good evening, GB. Good evening, Ray. With three home points on the horizon, with three sorry, with three home games on the horizon, what would be an acceptable points return? Well, having just expressed. Uh, I, you know, I'm hoping, and so this is, uh, you know, I'm praying, and every night I pray, that we'll have one or two players returning on Saturday. Like, I'd hope we have Norwood back in. I'd, I hope Jackson's back, because they have appeared fleeting me recently, and they've had now 10 days to do nothing apart from pick up the wages. So I hope they're going to come back and actually play some football for us. Now, Shrewsbury's a game we should win. They're third from bottom. They concede a lot of goals. So even with our patched-up team, I'd expect us to win that one. And then with the momentum from that, I'm hoping we can go on and win the next two games. I don't think Hull are very special. Charlton are quite good. They're quite fast. They're quite nippy. So we'll have to be on our game for that. So I, don't, I, I want at least seven points. Johnny Williams, of course, as well. At least seven. Yeah. Right? Well, Johnny, of course, Johnny, the magnificent Johnny Williams, who we all love. Mm. Um, but I'll, I'll minimum is seven, but I'd really hope for nine. And why not? We're in that Christmas period now, and miracles do happen. I'll go for eight. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, wait, so how do you get eight then? You exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't right, think you can get eight, can you? You can't get eight. Yes, I've just been watching Impossible. <laughs> um, where are we? Mullet, I love Andre Dizel. Uh, yay. Did our showing against Pompey's first team heap more pressure on Lambert given the ragtag nature of our lineup and subsequent result? There's a theme here, Ray, by the sound of it. Well, yeah, I mean, and again, we spoke earlier, we, 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 we both like Andre, as long as he keeps fit and keeps his head and keeps working hard, then I think we've got a hell of a player on our hands. Absolutely. A real hell of a player. Mm. Um, and I do think we need to get one of the strong men next to him, like Hughes, to play like he used to play, or get Downs back. But we don't know where Downs is. He's gone to the black hole that's called our medical room. <laughs> that nobody, When you go in that black hole, you're never seen again for weeks on end. Um, so whoever knows where Flynn Downs is, but I think he needs a strong man next to him. And with Bishop, because Bishop is, again, proving what a wonderful player he is. Mm. And he's one player who puts his head down and runs at defences and goes past players. And if he's not earning free kicks, he's um, getting into very, very dangerous situations. So Bishop and Tazel give me lots of hope for the season. Get some players back, and this is what I say, this is what it hinges on, get some players back, then um, I think we can go from strength to strength. I'm going to be an optimistic note today, GB. I'm sorry, but I'm, not gonna, I'm going to be an optimistic man. Raise on meds. Um, the second part of his question: <laughs> Did a, <laughs> did our showing against Pompey's first team heap more pressure on Lambert, given the ragtag nature of our lineup and subsequent result? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, 
again, we got another disgraceful refereeing decision there. Mm. And I think the goalkeeper could have done better with the first goal that they scored. Mm. But, you know, that's being, uh, being nitpicking. I mean, if we'd have played a stronger team, if Norwood would have been on from the start, you know, we probably would have won that game because Norwood took his goal very, very well. And uh, he looked, and we're all praying and hoping he gets back to how he was two years yeah. ago. I think it's just a matter of fitness. I know there's lots of, you know, lots of... Uh, rumours and stuff and people saying he's a bit bonkers but I think it's just a matter of fitness isn't it he's not quite match fit but he's certainly our best striker definitely oh heavens above yeah and Jackson's got the taste and what I want to see is Bishop and Dazelle putting through balls to Jackson for him to run onto and bang it into there. You know can I can I dream again wistfully Graham like Arnold Muir used to do for Alan Brazil oh God, yeah. Do you very, remember those days? Yeah, yeah. Very left similar. Foot of, left foot of Muran, slid it through to Brazil, one on one, thank you, and um, take the ball out of the net. That's the only difference, okay. though, the one on one. I wouldn't I wouldn't do, fancy Jackson as much as I would Brazil one on one. Oh, but, you're right. I think but, Jackson yeah, would yeah. just smack it into the net. Or smack the goalkeeper in the face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I just think that um, we haven't seen the best of us yet, and I think. You know, I'll cut Lambert a bit of slack on that, but he has had lots of injuries, he's had lots of problems. But I certainly think that we ought to be getting back to, to, to a. I mean, the person I haven't mentioned, of course, is KVY. I only know him by his number, by his by his initial star. I can't mm. remember his name. Who who we've not seen for for months, years. And who knows what the hell's happened to him? No, he's actually a, a number plate. <laughs> he's just known as a number plate. KVY I mean, one. That's what never, so you know, what I'd like the club to do and of course they won't do it because it's for the benefit of the fans is have a little bulletin each week on the medical side of players and whether that's a journalist not asking the right questions or whether it's the club not answering the questions I don't know but I'd like to see each week just where we are on, on, on updates on, on injuries because I don't know I don't know where Flynn Downs is I don't know where Coscuse is I don't know where the KVY is I just want, yeah, I'd like to know as a fan how the players are getting on. Or has Dr. Bob and our medical team gone over and um, got into lockdown and he's left them all on their own? Perhaps he has. <laughs> it, it, but, but you've just uh, highlighted what a strong squad it is, actually, to be fair, at this level, certainly. Yeah, it is a strong squad. Let's make no, no, no bones about it. If we had a fully fit team with every member squad fit, we could have a first 11 and a very strong bench and I mean a strong bench and I think we'd walk this league because having seen Sunderland lose at home on, on Saturday and Portsmouth scramble to a point on Monday night you know, I think our strongest team playing the best sort of football i.e. going forward and not reverse or back or sideways I think we'd walk the league so at the moment with what we've got and what we've had I'm reasonably to be okay with it and we'll certainly need a strong bench when they have five subs, if you get my drift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Nuts, Mrs. Nuts, it's a relief you're still on air after last week's potty mouth ITFC Ian. That's uh, Ian from Lowestoft. He racked up five and one. Ensure you give uh, legs to the appropriate media training pre-record. Oh, yeah, so you're not allowed to swear, Ray. Um, no children listening, of course, but a few childish ones. Yes, Mrs Nuts. That's from the lovely, lovely Mrs Nuts who used to work at Betty's Tea Rooms, would you believe, in uh, Harrogate. God bless her. God that, bless her. That, that last sentence might have been a lie, actually, but still. Yeah. Um, How dare you. <laughs> she claims she did. I think her real name's Betty. Betty Nuts. Um, from Alex Morton. Pleased to hear a positive view from ITFC Ian last week. 
Well done, boy. Uh, could he be booked for BBC Suffolk for the post-game phone-in where most other callers could moan for Europe? Um, and he goes on, hello, Sleggy. On the basis that you would sack most people at Ipswich Town, who would you make the new manager? Centre forward or owner? Eddie Howe. Yeah. End of. I, I've had Eddie Howe in after that Crawley game. That abysmal Crawley. And I had Lambert in the next day. And Howe in the next day said, shake hands, you're going that door, you're going that door. Eddie Howe's the answer. He yeah. plays lovely football. And as you remember, like I do, we used to play Bournemouth home and away. And they used to carve through us every time. They played lovely football. And you remember he took Bournemouth up from a very low position. It would be a very similar starting point for him with us now is when he started at Bournemouth. Mm. And if Evans, well, you never get rid of Evans, I'm afraid. He's here for, here for good. If he gave him some money, just I think Howard do a brilliant job. And he plays the ball the right way with a capital F, forward. <laughs> I thought you were going to swear again. Um, no, no, I'm not sworn yet. Be honest, I'm not sworn yet. I know you haven't. I know you haven't. That was all, all before the show, wasn't it, Ray? I've been, oh. a, good, I've been a good boy. <laughs> From Mark Tuxford. Hello, Mark. Good evening, GB and Sleggles. With 2020 drawing to a close, thankfully, I was trying to find some joy from the last decade of supporting town, as there wasn't many in brackets. So what would you say are your top three moments from the last ten years? That's an easy one for me. All compacted into two weeks, the two playoff semi-finals and the final. I would have thought that's about it. Yeah, I think you're, you're, I think you're, I think you're probably right because we certainly haven't been the old enemy in ten years, so we can't count uh, any victories against them. No. Nope. Um, when was the uh, when was the Arsenal uh, League Cup semi-final when Priskin scored? Yeah, I mean, ten years ago. Yeah, I think that was less than ten years ago, but I think I'd still that's think a cracking night at Portman Road. It when, was. Uh, and to be fair, we went to Arsenal and we were 1-0 up with 60 minutes on the clock gone. Yeah. We were all dreaming. I think we'd all had a bit of rum punch or something. We might yeah. be going to Wembley. Yeah. And uh, that Bentner, of course, put that uh, to bed at, in the 60th minute. But that was a pretty good night when, when Priskin scored that goal. That was, yeah. I, I thought of that one, but I wouldn't put it up there with the other three games. So, yeah, there's one for you to, to mull on. It is. I actually thought, I think the following season when we went up to Anfield and won 1-0 on a drizzly Sunday afternoon and I I remember sitting on the bus afterwards to get back into the town centre and thinking, God, that was wonderful. uh, Marcus Stewart again scoring it in front of the cop. I was in hostility that night. I was in hostility that night. Were you? And I I was in a box uh, right overlooking the cop and there's three of us uh, who are of the blue persuasion, about 15 uh, reds. And of course, when, when... Marcus sort of ran rings around their defence about four times so we then decided to put the ball in the net <laughs> we of course had to let ourselves go a little bit because all these scouses out the don't worry lads it won't be that at the end don't worry lads plenty of time and of course at the end of the game uh, it was still 1-0 so we told them not to worry we cleared off Absolutely. Yeah, I'll stick that one on the list, certainly. I didn't know you were there, Ray. If I'd have known, I'd I'd have bought you a half. Um, Ben Southgate. (laughs) Ben from Australia. Hello, Ben. First, can PL start reading from a different book for his post-match comments? I'm starting to think I support Barcelona, not Ipswich. Does the panel think we can finally beat a top team in either Hull or Charlton, which are coming up? Yes, I think we can beat Hull and Charlton. Again, it depends on personnel. Uh, depends on that. It depends on a lot of things, Ben. But um, I think we haven't got the players to do it. Unfortunately, Giselle can't play the next two games, which is a real shame. But uh, we might get one or two players back to help us out. 
And I say I still think that if things go well and we do get players back and they're looked after and we play the right way, we've got a good chance this year. So yeah, all is not lost, Ben. Um, good on you down there, and hope you're enjoying the sun. God, how dare you? Yeah, I know. It's, uh, yeah, not fair, Ben. Uh, Julian Watkins, evening, Graham and Ray. It's been confirmed that clubs. Yeah, I told you about that. We need a bigger bench. Uh, it's been confirmed that clubs <laughs> can use five subs from Friday. Will this benefit Town, or will it inevitably lead to every single member of the squad being out injured? <laughs> well, no, I think we have got a big squad. We have got a large squad. We've got quite a few numbers. Um, I, I'm sort of fifty-fifty on this five subs rule half of me says I agree with the idea and half of me says no we should just stick to three I think the bigger clubs will benefit you know the Liverpools in the Premier League but I think we are a bigger club in this division Mm. and we do have more resources so it might benefit us in this division this year so I suppose I'm just around on the side of favouring it because if you do pick up a couple of injuries early on which you can do if you're very unlucky it it gives you a gives you a bit of a safety a bit of a safety net especially if you just can... with it just with it GB mm, good I mean especially if you're uh, if you talk you're talking about the players you were talking about just now like your scoozers and your downs if you have them on the bench that's not a bad bench to have is it players like that oh no and Hughes I mean I think oh and Hughes I like Hughes, Hughes yeah I like I've been a Hughes fan but he hasn't produced the best this year. I think that's because he's not playing enough games. Well, he's been you off know, for so nearly perhaps. yeah, he's been off for nearly two years. He needs to play regularly. But of course, yeah, with the midfield yeah. playing, as you say, Bishop and Dazelle playing so well, it's hard for him to. Well, wouldn't have been score. a great chance to play him at Crawley last week. Would that, have been exactly a good opportunity to play him at Crawley. That's, but that's what a, does that numpty do? Don't even see Hughes anywhere. That's a good point, Roman. Actually, um, uh, slower ball. Good evening. Uh, this is from. Um, uh, this is an email. Good evening, Jeebers. Good evening, Sleggy Mambo. <laughs> Love the show. So then, five substitutes are now allowed from the bench of, from a bench of seven. One assumes one of those is a goalkeeper. Does the panel think that having the option of changing 50% of the outfield players in one fell swoop will be advantageous to us, or will it simply favour the wealthier clubs, or those clubs unlike us who actually have a transfer budget? I think you answered that almost just now, didn't you, Raymond? Yeah, yeah. I wonder I think if we'll benefit. Sorry. I think we'll benefit from it actually slower. In this league, I think we have got a large squad, and we're very lucky. You compare us to Accrington or Rochdale or these sort of teams. Lovely Rochdale, of course. Um, we've got a bigger squad. It will benefit us, I think, in this division for this year. Yeah, uh, I think you put could be right that's if we can keep them all fit I wonder if this switch will have an impact on transfer activity come January when teams could look to bolster their squads accordingly given the potential benefits of a larger bench um, keep smiling God bless Paddy Kenny of course Paddy Kenny thank you Slowerball Paddy Kenny used to play for the town didn't he briefly good lord bit of a character wasn't he <laughs> he was well, your, he was yeah, your he archetypal was. pub goalkeeper but a bit better <laughs> yes yes no, 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 we're running swiftly on, I think, GB. Why well, didn't you like Paddy? I like Paddy Kenny. I thought it was a great character. Oh, yes, it's a bit yes, bonkers, yes, yes, but... Yes. Well, that's right. Um, You've got to be bonkers to watch Ipswich or even play for Ipswich. You've got to be bonkers. It's part of the deal. Absolutely. Um, we're, we've got to wrap up now. Have we? Yeah, I know. I told you it goes quick. Good Lord. <laughs> I was just enjoying myself. I know. Well, you can predict that the, if you wish, you've got three games to predict scores in, which is most people oh, rarely right. get one. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go for three games because I think Shrewsbury um, shouldn't be a problem. I'm going to go for three uh, nil Shrewsbury, right? Uh, Hull uh, two one, Charlton one nil. 
all wins. There we are. Happy Christmas to everybody. Stay, take care. Stay safe. Stay supporting the town. That's the one thing you must do. Stay with the town and stay blue and stay true. And as a very oh, cheery, it? <laughs> it was as I could say, as a very <laughs> cheery race, like um, as it goes back to uh, see his nurse. We say goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Ray. Till next week. Have a great one. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm.